Welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. Here, you're going to find education, entertainment, and a little inspiration on how to get to the next level. Are you a DJ company owner that's looking for the secret sauce? Congrats, you found it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. I'm your host, David Osborne, with BlueprintLearn.com. And today, on the podcast, we have none other than my good friend Malik from South Florida, owner of Curate Entertainment. What's good, Malik? What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I just got a haircut. You look, looks good, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I know you guys talk about hair on this podcast, so I'm aware of the, the hair kind of soreness going on. So I wanted to make sure that mine's similar to yours. So We do talk about hair. This is the shortest <laughs> my hair's been in a hot minute. Um, I just came, like, seriously, fresh. You did too, though. So we both came, this is, look, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, you're in for a treat because we're showing our best selves. Oh, um, man. Hit the link, go to the YouTube, man, to see these see beautiful faces. <laughs> Tell everybody <laughs> what your shirt says, Malik. Um, well, backwards, I can't read it, but if you read it forwards, it would say, a better me is coming. I don't know when. It's like to warn people that, like, I know the version you see of me right now is kind of, eh, but I promise there's a better version. No, I'm playing. Um, oh, I, I a, love it. I'm going to take that as at least your hair. Your hair, the better yes. version of your hair. Yes, it's a better here. version it's of my hair is coming. I promise I have a haircut scheduled Tuesday, and uh, it'll be nice. Yes. How often do you get your hair cut? We're not talking about multi-ops. Let's talk about your hair for a second. How I'm often wild. do you get a cut? I, I'm, I'm wild. I get, I get a haircut. Every two weeks, and I get a shape up in between those haircuts. So, um, you know, haircut and then shape up and then haircut. You know, in the black community, you're, you're, if, you gotta, if your shape up's not there, uh, you, you have no soul. You have no credibility. Uh, pretty much everything comes from the shape up of your hairline in the black community. I don't know about uh, other communities, but, you know, so, yeah. Hey, the hairline's looking fresh. Uh, I'll give you some respect on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to hold on to it. Uh, uh, I get my haircut usually every five to six weeks, which is probably blasphemous for you, but you know. I mean, but no, uh, you don't got to maintain your your whole existence doesn't uh, hang in the balance of your hairline. That's right. That's right. So, uh, okay, let's let's bring it back to curate entertainment. Um, huge team of DJs in the luxury space. Now, if you guys if you guys don't know Malik already, the number one thing you need to do is you need to head over to this man's My Instagram. <laughs> Tom is waiting. <laughs> nah, you gotta yeah, you gotta catch me on the gram, yo. Catch him on the gram. It is beautiful. And I'm talking not just the personal IG, the business IG is so inspiring. It's clean, it's it's consistent. The real content is just inspiring. And then that was a launching off point for the curated DJ, his new platform that's helping the DJ community. So uh, we have that in common. We're, we're both working in a space where we're actively managing and operating multi-ops, but also trying to serve the DJ community. So tell us a little bit about that, Malik. Yeah, man. We, uh, I started DJing uh, 2009 and, you know, Long story short, make to make it concise, um, one of the biggest strengths of my whole career, of my company, of how we've been able to scale so quickly, um, has been really predicated on our ability to tell a really good story and brand really well, keep things consistent, keep things intentional, 
speak directly to our clients the way we want to get the clients we want charge what we want like that's been like one of the milestones and cornerstones of like what we've been able to do so over time like realized that i wanted to help djs do the same thing because i think that's one of the ways that we are lacking or i think i would say our, our weakness in the the industry is like yeah there's a lot of good djs you know but how many of them uh do you know is telling that that story online really well in a in a cinematic funny entertaining beautiful aesthetic way no you know and so i think the way we show up online has really kind of irked me in the last couple of years to the point where uh i wanted to do something about it and help so the carry to dj is this this new sort of journey i'm taking on uh giving back to my dj community which has given so much to me so yeah man it's like me going all right here's the secret sauce of what i i've done let me try and uh share the recipe a little bit you know yeah i you know and you're putting out a lot of free content right now if you yeah. you know you just go check out that the ig there's infogra infographics there's ideas you can take you can you can get some mad value just from the just from following the curated dj pod uh instagram and then you've got the podcast and uh, i actually got to hang out with you in person a few weeks ago in one well, that's more than a few weeks ago now but back in atlanta at dj collective yeah. We had a podcast that we recorded together that got cut short by by some of the staff because they didn't like what we were doing in the hallway. But that'll be, you know, yeah, that'll come out before maybe this one. And uh, I think it so will. You probably have already seen that one. So I'm going to rephrase that and say, you know, that podcast that you heard about me on on Malik's <laughs> podcast. Well, <laughs> and that, oh, we back, we back, back, um, back. No, but you, you made a you made a good point because one of the things that I've learned working in the, the blueprint education space and working with multi-op owners is that so many people, so many DJs start DJing as a side gig or as a hobby, and it gets treated like that so that all of these other business pieces that a lot of other serious businesses take seriously, we don't know about in our community. And you go to a DJ conference or you go to the big ones and so much of the content is on sales and so much of the content is on equipment and like marketing seems to be this like big white whale that nobody can seem to catch because it's just so it's just so like ambiguous because it's not very concrete like what is my brand like i don't know man like so i think it's super cool that you're helping people find that out and you're giving them some tools to like really drill down on that and and actually do the yeah, work to it's funny it out. you say that because that's what i feel as well there's marketing and there's branding marketing is i am going to throw ad money to get lead generation click per right right like click per ad it we love that formulaic if i put this in i get this out and branding approaches us as this very abstract ambiguous thing that we don't at least on the front end feel like we can measure um the return on investment and and so for for example, what we do with equipment is we go, well, if I buy this Rev1, then people will think I'm cool or more advanced as a D. Like, what is the logic when it comes to that versus the logic when it comes to, well, if I can tell this story really well, then it can get to the person it needs to get to and they can buy the thing I'm trying to sell. Why don't we equate the, to the same thing? Because I would I would argue that spending $2,000 on a really dope video that tells the story of your business will yield more results, more profit, more leads 
than the $2,000 new controller that came out. So what, why are we false equivalency? Where does that false equivalency come from is my question. New level unlocked. Yo, we got sound effects. The sound no, effects, man, it's, it's killer. <laughs> uh, I think I got an answer for you because I've done a lot of thinking about this. And I had some conversations with Rob Ferrey about this when we built the Master MC course for the Blueprint. Because, you know, when you go buy gear, it's so concrete. And the only barrier to entry is money. Just go buy it. You got it. Done. Check. I'm a DJ. Cool. But when you're talking about being an MC, and I'd put that in the same category as branding because your voice is your personality. There's nothing between you, like your person, your humanness, and an audience when you're speaking to them. If you're playing the yeah. new Nicki Minaj track, there's something between you. You got this other thing. So right. branding and telling your story requires that you kind of have to have a story to tell, and you have to be comfortable with people knowing your story. Yeah, one of the things I do with our brand audits, which me and you are going to do here um, at some yeah, point. Yeah, we are. Um, what I do is brand audits, and when I do a brand audit, um, the first session we have is like this therapy session. And then this, this therapy session we have for you and your business, I'm diving deep into your why and wh why you're doing what you're doing, what the story is of your business. And by the end of this, I'm asking about the client you want to work for. You're, you're like, I'm asking all these questions that are diving in. By the end of that session, I'm able to tell you back all the things you said to me and tap into some of the, the reasons of why and, and, and why you're actually the perfect person for the client you're trying to work for and connecting the dots. And the number one thing I hear after that session is, holy shit, you're telling me things that I've been trying to figure out for 20 years. You're, you're speaking back to me, the reason why I'm doing it and the way you're telling me, it sounds so damn cool. Like, like and that, I, I make people's stories sound better to them than they think. And the only thing I did differently was one, I connected all the parts of the story as it is a story. Like I'm taking your story and I'm turning it into Lord of the Rings. I'm going, no, this is why you're doing it. You're doing this because yeah. you love celebrations and throwing celebrations because actually you didn't get to grow up with celebrations. And so now you feel like it's your life mission to have other people celebrate moments because to you you missed out on it and so I, I let this is i'm speaking back to you a conversation i had yesterday morning on the audit where he's like damn they're about to cry because he's like yeah. my story is more epic than i think i i get to redeem and create stuff for people that i never had and that's my life mission and i'm making the world a better place because of it holy shoot i thought i was just a dj Yes, you you're a, you're a you're a brand therapist. You got to change Yo, that moniker, man. I like you're it, brand therapist. I like it um, because you, it's almost like you're a mirror. People kind of mm. already know some of these things about themselves, but what I find, especially in this space, is that it's like an imposter syndrome. Sometimes people are oh, like, "Well, yeah. my story is not good enough," or yeah, "My yeah, my yeah. my what I have to offer isn't as cool as the other person I see on Instagram that's twenty years into this into this game," and the people are afraid to tell their story. But you're holding up a mirror. You're saying, look at yourself. Here's the things that are great about you. And then you're validating what that story is. And that, that act in itself is getting people over that hump. That's saying, oh, okay, I'm good to do this work. And it's almost like uh, infusing people with some excitement to start that journey. David, let me tell you what good branding is like. 
Good branding is like you mm-hmm. and your wife at a dinner party and your wife starts to tell this story about something that happened to you guys, but she's not telling it the way that it happened. Like this probably like this crazy story you guys have where when she tells it, she's like, yeah, and there was, there's a tiger ran by and we just looked at the tiger and it was crazy. And you're like, no, 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 babe. You, you're not going, <laughs> let me tell the story. Yo, the tiger jumped on the car. It's, broke the windshield and grabbed me by the throat looked me in the eyes and said you know what i'm saying good branding is storytelling good branding is making you feel an emotion when i tell the story i'm bringing you back to the story of the tiger but the way your wife told it didn't do it justice so you take over the story and you go now let me tell you how this story actually went and yes you may actually be embellishing the story david because it wasn't probably that epic and it was probably somewhere in between but you want to make the story epic you wanted people to feel like the tiger was going to grab them that is branding that's week, have you been to my house <laughs> i i love to embellish stories and uh yeah that's that's me in a nutshell yes um, absolutely there's a lot of there's a lot of content out there and i think when you can when you can share or when you can get into a space like you know with security dj with you and you can get into a vulnerable space that's really where a lot of the change happens and i'll tell you for our company you know I, i've been working on branding for a long time. And I still don't think that we're there. But one of the breakthroughs that I had in the past couple of years was I, I kept, you know, I think it's, they call it that the seven whys, you know, you ask yourself the thing and you're like, well, why do I do that? And you get right. the answer and then well, why that? And it's kind of annoying, you know, cause you're like, oh my God, why so many whys? But what I, what I, what I tapped into, which I think is pretty common with a lot of DJs is the reason why we want other people to feel so great on their wedding days is because we want to feel that way. And we, yeah. by serving them, we're yeah. getting that feeling by, you know, we're, we're getting like the, the secondhand high, right. You know, like we're, mm-hmm. we're pumping them up and by pumping them up, we're getting those, those feelings ourselves. So if, if I can help a couple feel loved and respected and admired by their guests, I in turn feel loved and admired and respected because I made that happen. Yeah, the job you're doing and the the thing you're providing is and the the client you're serving to make them feel a s- certain type of way is just as important as you enjoying it and you living out your purpose and you living out your mission in your life just as much as it is for them. So it's a mutually beneficial thing that I feel like and this is how we back into it. We go, "Okay, why am I doing what I'm doing?" Okay, I'm doing this because I want to bring more joy into the world. Well, okay, who do you want to bring more joy into the world for? I want to bring more joy into the world for people that appreciate that. Okay, well, why are you specifically the one? It's like when they ask Frodo to go destroy the ring. Why is he the one? Why is he the one that got chosen? You know, and 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 so at the end of the day, you're matching your purpose, mission, vision in life to the recipient, the client who needs Malik or David to come save the day because this person values fill in the blank. So that's what called brand alignment. Brand alignment is you being the right person for the job, them being the right client for you, and then you speaking to that directly to that person going, hey, if you love 
unique experiences that are meaningful and that bring joy into the world. If that's what you're looking for, I'm your guy because I was meant to bring joy into the world in this specific way with taste and culture and energy. Oh, that's you. Oh, we're your sales call should be like, oh my God, like you're perfect. Not even your sales calls. Your clients, when they get online or you get on your Instagram, at every point in every post you have sh should be resonating with them going, oh my God, babe, look at this. Oh my God, babe, this is our guy. Oh my God, we need him. Oh my God, we need her. That's good branding. Good branding is telling the right message to the right person before they even get on the sales call. A pot of champagne, baby. Yo, what level <laughs> did we just achieve? I feel like we're, we're reaching other, other levels here. <laughs> reaching other levels. Uh, you said this to me one time, and I think this is, this is so true, that if people come to your website or your Instagram or anywhere, because you're talking about people saying, hey, babe, look at this. This guy's for us, or this girl's for us, or this company's for us. If people come to your website and they can't articulate what's different about your company, you haven't done <laughs> yeah. a good enough job. Oh, I love this one. This this pisses me off just as much as it pisses everyone else off. <laughs> if you, hey, yo, I, if anyone ever asks you what what makes you different, like why, almost like why should I choose you? Run, <laughs> right? Run away fast, hard, as fast as you can, because they're not sold on you. So not only run, but when you get back, invest in your branding, invest in putting the right message out there because it's like going on your, you know, back in the day, your Tinder, your Bumble, whatever your dating app was, you, <laughs> what did you want to do? You wanted to put the right picture out there. You wanted to say the right, I like dogs, long walks on the beach. I hate Star Wars, right? Like you're saying everything because you don't want, I don't hate Star Wars. I just have an indifference to it. But you, you, you're putting out the right message um, because you want to attract the right person. You don't want to say, hey, meet up, just grab a drink. And you know, you want to, if you're in a long, if you want a long-term relationship, you're going to put long-term, I'm looking for a long-term, I'm not just looking for a hookup, right? It's the same thing. Like they need to know exactly what you're about, like what you're for. And you do that by action, by what you show, right? You do that by telling words. You do that by tone. Hey, are you going to be the funny company? Or are you going to be the serious professional company? Are you going to be something in between? Are you going to be like, they need to know like who you are, what you're about off the bat that so that by the time they get on the call, the only thing, the only two questions they're asking you is, are you available and how much? Yes. That should be the only question. Your sales call should be 10 minutes at max. Yes. Cause I've already been sold on you. And uh, I just, I commented, it was last night. I think I commented on your Instagram story. Maybe it was two days ago. There was a picture of you standing on some furniture oh, at a wedding. Yeah. And I think I said something like, that's me. Or yeah. like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. that a picture of me? You know, and, and <laughs> because <laughs> like, uh, if, if you put a picture up there and you, you put a picture of you standing on a subwoofer with a microphone mm -hmm. in hand, with an all white setup, wearing that drippy outfit that you often wear. My dog. A couple's going to look at that and either say, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> or, or, oh, or, hell, yeah. hell yes. Yes. It's not going to be like a maybe. You know, you want yes. them to fall in love with exactly what you're putting out. 
I don't want you to accidentally book me because you thought I was going to be this nice, chill DJ. I want you to know exactly what you were yeah. getting. It's like hate it or love yeah. it. I, I, I want to hate it or love it. Like the, some of the greatest in the world were either hated or loved, but ultimately you want to make people feel something. And the only way to make people feel something is to lean into something, some way. No one, no one, you're you, only person that gets any benefit from being in the middle are diplomats, right? The, the only people that get kudos for being steady Eddie in the middle are, are is Switzerland, right? Like, like you want to left, right? right, black, white. And when it comes to branding, you want to be that unless obviously you're selling something to a mass group of people, which I just don't think is beneficial. Not in this industry. Not if you want to charge more. Not if you experts win, are the winners today. Experts, people, niches are the niches are the way in the future for us. If you if you are for everyone, then you're for no one. And Correct. you want to know the number one way to raise your prices? Make the person that wants to buy your product feel something deeper about you, your product. Right? Like 100%. that's the only way to get the value that you feel that you deserve. Dude, I have people. You know, I, I damn near quadrupled my pricing in the last two two years. And between even planners, right, couples will be like one out of 10 calls will be like, holy damn, like almost laughable, like at my price. And they're like, what the hell? But then that one call that I do, they're like, I don't care what your price is. I need you own your multi-op story, own who you guys are in your industry, in your market. Who are you guys uniquely? comparatively some, but who are you uniquely in your market to, or to the world, wherever you're marketing to, why should people book you? Why should people bring you to their wedding? What does it matter? You know? And so, yeah, man, I, I just think I, I want to encourage people listening to, to lean into the your unique story and match that. Talk about that on your sales calls. Talk about that. No, for sales calls. Talk about that on your Instagram, like get on there and, and talk about your unique approach to why and what you do and how because you grew up here this informs here or because you went to school here that's gonna make me be better here like give them a reason to go there's no one else like david holy crap we need him you know this this is this is true there should only be one david by the way there, um, i have there's a, a lot of y'all a little bit there's a four-year-old in my life that's a real close facsimile and there's too <laughs> sometimes there's time there's too much david in the same home um hey you said something in when you're talking about stories you said multi-op story this is a great segue um for our last few minutes to chat about you are malik you are a brilliant force right you have a brilliant story to tell how are you gonna get djs to work for your team to replicate your brand or how do you infuse your your personality into a brand that other DJs can work for that aren't you? I love it. That's, that's one of the biggest questions I do get um, because it's easy to do it for us, but how do we do it for a group of guys slash girls who are not me? I can't sell them me, right? Probably people here who are listening or probably have a multi-op and they have good relationships in the city that they're in and the planners love them and they go, well, we just love you though. We love you. We don't want your guys. And yeah. We don't know who they are. We're just like you, but you're booked or, you know, you're, you know, your, your books are closed. So here's what I've learned. One, you have to dissect the recipe. So you have to pull apart this cake, pull apart this dish and go, well, what is it that people love about me? 
yes, it's you, but this uh, it's a mixture of things that make you. So figure out, you know, go back, go to your reviews, go to ask, call your top three planners that, planners that love you the most and go, hey, what is it that you love about me? Like, why do you like working with me? And they'll tell you. I don't know. You just you just show up and you, you're happy and it's a personality, they'll probably say, or I don't know, you're just easy to work with, you team player. They'll, they'll tell you, they'll, they will tell you why they love you. And then you go, oh, so you just really like people that make things smooth, like run smooth and who are flexible or who have energy or who are kind or who's really on top of things. They'll tell you. And then pick the top three things and now go find people that are like that and don't budge on any of those three things. Do not budge because if you're trying to build a brand that represents your values and who you are and these qualities, then that's what informs your hiring and your firing and your training. So, and your measuring is these things. We have a, a whole cert, we have a whole survey that we have for our DJs that are categorized by seven things, hosting, um, emotional IQ, um, event IQ. We have all these different things that are measurements of what I've, have come to know people love about me and that's now our business and that's the identity of our company is these these like benchmarks so then you recruit you train and fire based off of these values and then you take those values and you put them on front street on your instagram but this is how you build your business if you're going from solo to multi-op is finding these things pulling them apart from who you are and then those are your non-negotiables fine if your other DJ wants to wear a cool top hat. Fine. But you know what? You have to be friendly. You have to have energy and you have to be organized. Those are your non-negotiables. Wear the hat, wear the shoes, whatever it is. You can't budge on these things. Don't budge. Uh, I will shout that from the mountaintops any day <laughs> of the week. Core values and core values is the sauce for scaling but it's it's kind of like you know we talk about branding it takes some work you got to figure it out you need to be you know you have to do some deep work some personal work to kind of figure that out you have to pull apart the cake like you said you got to understand what makes you tick and then you have to find people with the same engine as you you don't want the yeah. same person as you you want people with the same engine because yeah. all of the dj and technical skills can be taught you can't teach people to be different people malik this has been sensational it's been a world-class conversation this is part two of 10 conversations <laughs> we're gonna be having so yes part one was on malik's podcast the curated dj podcast yeah, this yeah. is part two posted on the million dollar multi-op podcast part three who knows where you're gonna find it who knows uh well malik tell everybody how they can find you tell us all the socials my address is seven five two no i'm playing um you can find me on online, uh, the interwebs, uh, Instagram's best place, DJ Malik, uh, Instagram, M-A-L-I-K-E. Um, follow my uh, multi-op, Curate Entertainment, just for fun, inspiration, and just, you know, whatever. And then the Curated DJ on Instagram as well. Um, and that's where I'm just, just trying to help my, my DJ community out, giving gems. I do uh, brand audits as well. If you are like interested in sitting down with me and doing some of that brand therapy I was talking about to where you'll kind of come out with some clear direction on who you are, what to say, how to get your ideal client, raise your pricing, all that good stuff. 
um, hit me up on the Curator DJ, and uh, we'll schedule a call and, and and get things going. Um, and then other than that, man, I know we some hit some sometime here soon. We have a branding for multi ops uh, coming out on Blueprint, so check that out when it drops. It'll drop here pretty soon, I think. You know, so yeah, we got some sauce in the works, and so I'm gonna put all those links in the show notes. So wherever platform or YouTube or wherever you're listening, you can go find some clickable links. And then as always to our listeners, we got some free downloads, uh, blueprintlearn.com slash resources, free downloads to help you some great, some great frameworks and things that can help you with different aspects of your business. And I'm going to steal this from Malik when I was on his podcast. Don't subscribe. Don't you say don't don't subscribe. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do anything we just told you to do. Literally. Exit out of your podcast now. (laughs) pull the ripcord don't mark it as complete (laughs) Um, but malik always a pleasure and i can't wait till the next time and uh thank you all for listening